0: You better
1: say that now. I know this is the podcast, but I'm even going to put this on the radio show. So we need to come on with a little something. So oh, okay. I don't want to talk too much at first, but you know, if you need me to get out there, I, I will. And so when I think about boundaries as a single man, I want to talk about the problems first. I want to talk about the problems first. Okay. You know, in in my mind, if I meet a lady, and how you doing? You know, you tell me a little bit about yourself. I tell you a little bit about myself. I did not meet you on a dating app. Okay. I did not meet you under circumstances that would lead you to have an idea that this was more than us just being casual friends. Mm-hmm. I have run into a situation where sometimes your kindness, or I'm gonna say my kindness or my attentiveness has been taken wrong. Now, the reason you were hesitant to talk about this, and I was a little bit hesitant because we don't want anybody to get a misunderstanding. In other words, we do have friends that are females. And if the shoe does not fit, don't wear it, don't text. Don't call if you please. do not fit in this category. Please, do not put <clears this> shoe <throat> on. But there's some women out there who, no matter what you say, they're gonna see things the way they wanna see things. What you think about that? Uh,
2: yeah, you 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 hit that right on the nail, man. Now let me say this about that. When you said uh that the circumstances that you met some folk under did not include um uh, an atmosphere that's conducive for date let me say something about that there are folk and there are real live love stories that exist uh where folk met by divine design and uh folk met and what started out as an innocent encounter you may have went to auto zone to get a part for your vehicle and saw somebody <laughs> and, and some chemistry took off right there so so we, I, I I understand when you, I understand what you mean when you're saying that you didn't meet on some kind of dating apparatus, you know, uh, so why would you, why would the woman feel like, you know, uh, uh, it should be that type of situation following? And I'm going to say my opinion on that is that I believe that they, they I believe that what happens with that is that in their private, in the private sectors of their lives, they are praying, they're praying and they're waiting. And so they know what they have prayed for. And so when they see what looks like what they have prayed for, it makes the light go off like, oh, well, look wait a minute. Wait, this might be it. What I think is happening, man, is that uh, women know what they are praying for in the private areas of their lives. They know what they are praying for. There is some women out here that are sincerely and truly asking God, God, you know, I'm I'm open and I'm available. Um, I believe that you have nurtured me to where I am in the position to where I can be somebody's help. Help me, you know. They they really are praying for a legitimate spouse. And so I think what happens is that when they encounter anything. Uh, that has a semblance, it, it, you know, it, it looks like it talks like it smells like it seems like what they have prayed and asked God for is they're not thinking along the lines of um, what well, is, you know, this is not Christian mingle, So this is not the one. Or this not what is that a uh, plenty of fish and all that. They're they not thinking along those lines. They know that they met you at church's Chicken. You know what I'm saying? And that it's not an atmosphere that's conducive or exclusive, rather, for dating. But they know what they have prayed for. And so when they see that, you know, they're like, okay, wait a minute now, wait a minute. Let me see if that's this, let me see if that's this thing. And so they're gonna pursue it. You know, they're they're gonna try to see what it is.
1: And there's nothing wrong with the pursuit. Once again, I'll restate my position. I have friends that are females. Yeah. And some of them are in relationships and others are not. And I'm not saying that I have a problem with a female, or let's say I was attracted to a female, but she wasn't wanting a relationship with me. That's not the problem. Meaning, because we know generally good relationships begin with what? Friendships. Friendships. So mm-hmm. What I am not saying is that when a woman is a friend with me, I'm going to use first person, that I'm not open to if this turns into something, it can. But what I'm stating is sometimes women are not even giving you the opportunity to truly just be friends, for lack of Mm -hmm. better words. It seemed like the script has flipped. You know, mm-hmm. back in my younger days, it was all about basically the men pursuing and doing this, that, and the other. But it seems today, and I'm not going to put a jacket on all women, but what I'm going to say is it's like the woman is not even paying attention to what I or another man is telling them. It's like I have an agenda and I'm going to make that agenda fit you. And that's how I believe misunderstandings take place. I'm not yeah. saying, okay. I met her, she's nice, I'm nice. We really don't have a plan for this to turn into anything. But over time, we see that it's going in that direction, or we see the possibilities. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when a woman just jumps down with an agenda, promotes the agenda, and I'm like, hold on, where, where did you get that from? What I mean, mm-hmm. there is a part that's called me, it takes two to have a relationship, not just one who's willing. So what are you thinking? Uh, have you faced that?
2: I I have. Uh, <laughs> I have, and that can be tricky because you value them as a friend. You know, you really enjoy uh, what they bring to the table as a friend, but then when you see that or when they make it obvious or apparent that they want more, that's where it can get tricky at because it's like like you're saying, what signals did I give off to let you know that I wanted us to turn the page? You know, what 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 signals did I give off? You know, to let to to indicate that. So it's a fine line. Now I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I have been in situations. To where we came into it saying, as consenting and grown adults, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how far we're going to go. This is not that, and this is not this. However, because we were not designed to be in a, uh, as humans, what I'm talking about, I do not believe that God had it in his ultimate and divine plan. It's not written nowhere in his word, his word does supported for us to be casually intimate with the opposite sex. And I believe that when you engage in that, then when you open that door, and like they say, Pandora's box, when you open that up, oh man, all bets are off. All bets are off. And it's and, and oftentimes it's not just for the woman, you know, sometimes. I've seen examples where the guys, you know, the woman say, "Hey, look, I'm not really in the position. I look for anything long term." And ultimately, we say, "Man, we can we can trace it all back. We can walk it all the way down and say because you deviated from how the Word teaches you how to do it. this, that, and that is true. That's true. So let us establish off the rip that uh, there's no such thing uh, as uh, putting a a leash on sin." You know, that's like saying somebody is a little pregnant. You, you can't be a little pregnant. Either you pregnant or you not. You you know what I mean? There's no, and so um, what happened, what I believe happens, this this has been my experience, is that I've had uh, situations in the past where I've said and we've said, hey, uh, we both coming from this type of place. We'll just enjoy each other's company. Uh, it may include intimacies. It may not, but let's, have the understanding that even if we share our bodies one with another, the ultimate goal is not for holy matrimony and it's not building toward that. And folk, women will say, okay, I'm in in covenant with that because I'm not looking for that either. I'm just, you know, but boy, let me tell you something. When you open that door right there, Jack, somebody, somebody, is gonna be one person or the other it's not gonna it's not gonna stick. It's not gonna stick, man. Somebody gonna get hurt. Somebody gonna develop more fit. It's 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 ugly. So it's best to stay away from that. That's my that's my experience
1: with that. Well, you you've already established that in the word, it's not, it's not designed. Fornication or sex yeah. outside of marriage. It, it, it's not designed to go right. So when it all goes yeah. kaboom in whatever area that is, physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, we understand it, it it's what's written. It's just when we were thinking about this topic just in my mind and, you know, call me naive or call me youthful in thinking, I just truly think that males and females can be friends, but they need to have conversations. And these conversations have to include the fact that if there's something about me or there's something about you to where we see that the scale, so to speak, is tipping, let us be honest enough with ourselves and one another to where we can navigate this relationship to where it doesn't end and we're not even in relation to one another. And I've just experienced some difficulties and to be quite blunt, especially when it comes to the household of faith. Because mm-hmm. it seems like when you introduce the fact that, you know, well, let's pray about that. Oh, I don't wanna hear that. I don't <laughs> wanna hear that. And that just blew my mind to what I had to just reassess and say, you know what? Just that dynamic, that male female dynamic you know, that curse that, that, that came from the garden, that, that the desire of the woman to be a man, I just had to really get a revelation that to, to a certain extent, this attraction or this magnetism mm-hmm. is too much. And that might mean sacrificing a friendship. And when I came to that realization, it sort of saddened me because I know this for a fact, there are some beautiful women in this world who are good women, but every woman, you know, you and I have had this talk. Every woman is not your woman. I believe you have one woman and that one woman is gonna fulfill and satisfy you like no other woman. And I believe the same thing about myself as far as being a man. The woman that is for me, there'll be none like me. There hasn't been one before me and there won't be one after. And that sounds good on the movies, but What that means is as we meet people who might bring pleasure into our lives, who might compliment us, who might look good to us, everybody is not for you as far as a relationship that leads to holy matrimony. And we need to, in this society, have these conversations to where we're not running away from the opposite sex, we're not ostracizing the opposite sex, but we're also not sexing them, using Mm -hmm. them, manipulating them. And that's just why I wanted to hold this conversation.
2: Well, let's put a pin in it right there, man. And perhaps let's consider, uh, we can have some of our sisters uh, 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 jump on here with us uh, and we could bring this beat back, a part two of this thing.
1: Well, are you gonna recruit our guests? Yeah, I mean, it'd be somebody
2: that we both coming with. I'm I, i I'm thinking Coy off the rip. I know Coy might have something to say.
1: Oh my um, goodness, you put a name on the podcast, and this is going on the radio, so
2: yeah, 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 Sister yeah, yeah. Coy,
1: be yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. a call. And yeah. we know we're saying it because it needs to be said, but we're not going to say it all now. We're going to let you think about the things that we spoke on. Until next time. All right. We have BPG with us, Ronald Arsenal, and I just finished with this. You better say that. And I had to go all the way to the director's chair mm. to bring in a lady. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Well, the subject matter, my friend Ronald and I were discussing when males and females are friends, mm-hmm. what happens when some boundaries are mm. wrong? And so mm-hmm. literally we, let's say you and I, we meet under circumstances that it's obvious we're friends. You know, we I'm feeling some about you, you feeling some about me, but on a friend level, but it's a whole lot of women and men that they met on a friend level, but one of them trying to cross a line. So what's yeah. your immediate thoughts on, on on
0: that? Okay, my immediate thoughts uh, are, is- let me just be honest and be really, really real because I experienced (laughs) something like that. So immediately I would say not all relationships uh, will be the same if that line is crossed. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, not if you, crossing the line opens up different types of feelings. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And so uh, if you want to keep a certain type of friendship healthy, and intact, uh, it would be wise not to cross that line because once you do, there's no turning back. Okay. Well, You, you look the, at
1: them differently. Okay, so what I'm hearing in the background over here, not from you, but generally in this day and age, when you speak about a male and a female and a friendship crossing lines, people's minds immediately go to something sexual, something intimate. But uh-huh. then we also realized through this social media thing that it doesn't have to be sexual, right? But it can be intimate through different right. texts. And so what we're going to do is you and I, I'm going to give you a scenario with Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill okay. are going to be our two friends. And okay, so I'm going to give Gia. you a scenario of Jack and Jill. So okay. Jack and Jill meet and they respect one another highly and they okay. don't work together but they at times discuss different things that happen at work and so as they're discussing these things sometimes it's over lunch sometimes it's at the park they're not dates they're just hey would you like to go someplace nice and let's just talk because we get along well Uh and so no words have been spoken as far as personal okay it's just an unspoken agreement that we're just friends. So okay. Jack and Jill are existing as just friends. And then all of a sudden, one of them begins to be a little intrusive, meaning mm. who was okay. that on the phone or what are you doing tonight? And so even though there was no spoken agreement, there was an unspoken relationship that we're just friends. And now you seem to be breaking the agreement. Give me some feedback
0: oh wow uh i experienced that as well come on and uh a lot of times you already see the flags you see the signs but we ignore them we downplay them hello somebody we try to uh overlook them and then on other on the other hand we're welcoming there are some people who welcome that. Just a little flirt here, a little flirt there, but they never call it out. Uh, that wouldn't be wise either to okay. ignore.
1: So in your experience, just give me one of the telltale signs of this unspoken agreement being violated.
0: Uh, violated, hmm. if you, When you're if you, in public, you're in public. We go out. We hanging out. We friends, or what have you? Right. And we're hanging out. And to me, a violation would be the overprotectiveness in the public. Okay. It's one thing to be protective, you know, or what have you. But especially as women, we we know the difference when there's somebody that's interested on another level. And even if you just, hey, hey, boo, how you doing? For this one to get offended, upset, or in their feelings, and then begin to try to discuss things with you, or conversate as if you guys are in a relationship, relationship. To me, that's a violation, because oh you're my. not my man. I, We're I just friends. That. I get that. For me, it uh-huh. would be the
1: body language. Uh-huh. Be, we, we entered the building we know we're friends, we're comfortable okay. with one another, but why when another female comes along and we run into them, is it my imagination or did you just get up under me versus we were walking seems- and we stopped together? It seems yeah. that your body language has gotten a little bit uh-huh. possessive. Not You're not actually putting a hand on or holding a hand, but this stance, this posture, yeah. it just, Six guys, my goodness! Where did that come from? That's that we together stands. <laughs> okay, okay. Talking about Jack and Jill. Here we go. Jack and Number Jill. Two. Yeah, Jack and Jill are in this friendship. Okay. And what happens is, one of them, you speak from Jill's perspective. I'm gonna speak okay. from Jack's perspective. Okay. The feelings start to change. It's cool to hang out. It's fun to hang out, but suddenly it becomes you don't have time for me? Mm. You set aside time for me. What What, what is your take on that?
0: Remember, friend, know, it could be fear. Hmm. It could be fear because me being Jill, okay. I may have seen some signs along the way right? Mm -hmm. We never spoke on them. And instead of me being woman enough to have a conversation with Jack, um, I've decided to cowardly try to ignore Jack instead of addressing it and putting it out there. I may be reading into it wrong, but here I've become standoffish to him because I've assumed the position of something else.
1: Okay, from Jack's perspective, Mm -hmm. I'm really feeling Jill. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm experiencing some things on the inside when I saw her dressed a certain way, when her hair was this way right here. But I know we're friends. Okay. So I don't exactly know how to tell her because when I try to broach the subject, it's like, Oh, that's nothing. We're just friends. And so I get the perspective that, okay, she's not interested in me. Instead of, how you doing? I know we've been associating or or been around one another. And the way I'm feeling about the situation is I want to take this to another level. And even though we are friends and I understood that, that's why I'm pronouncing the fact that my feelings have moved beyond friendship. Okay. No, instead of just addressing it, Okay. Like you said, cowering down, just just, just hoping that she starts to look at me a certain way or smell me a certain way. You know, that that cologne or you know, when I pull up like this, I showed her this, but now I'm gonna show her that, you know, things like that. That you know, but okay, third scenario. Okay. Once again, all these scenarios, we're not trying to answer all of the questions. We're just trying to stir up a conversation, Right. right. And if we Comple can start a conversation, seconds. right? I say, yeah, a conversation. That's right. That's right. A lot of people they try to they try to start it, put a middle mm-hmm. on it, and tie a bow to it, right? And that doesn't leave room for people to think about in their own mm-hmm. minds what they think about. So when we speak about friendships and boundaries, and when they're crossed, uh-huh. we speak about friends. There's a lot of male female relationships, but because Agreements that haven't been spoken but are there are crossed, right? Those relationships get hurt because feelings change. Somebody gets a little bit more involved emotionally than the other individual, and as you said, they, they're not bold enough to this is what's going on with me, you know. Whether yeah. it's Jay or me, I'm, I'm stepping up, stepping out,
0: yeah.
1: And so, the final scenario for Jack and Jill okay, when is it unhealthy? in a friendship between a woman and a man to just resolve that, say, I don't feel the same way towards you and I value your friendship, but I see you're not gonna let it just be like that. When does that become unhealthy?
0: When you've had the conversations and the actions after the conversation don't change. Meaning, hmm, I've told you as sweet as I possibly can, thanks for no thanks. And yet, you're still coming with gifts. And you're still showing up unexpectedly here and there. And you're still texting where you at. You're still texting how you doing, good morning, beautiful. You know, you're still with the same program, but you've added more stank on it, you know, because... You want what you want. That's when it's unhealthy.
1: Okay. Didn't have done that. Okay. I'm not even gonna add to that because in my mind, you know, we talk about Jack and Jill. That's, that's a violation. That's a violation. You, you, you don't question where I'm at. You can question my safety. You can question is everything going okay? That's but it. Who, no, no, no. That's a violation. So that's a whole nother discussion and so before we end this is okay. there anything advice or lessons that you've learned concerning how to be healthy in a friendship with the opposite
0: sex what i've learned firsthand experience because i do happen to have a lot of male friends i have more male best friends than women best friends And what I've learned uh, is to, in the beginning, make sure I'm not all extra um, affectionate, you know, because that off the muscle as a man could already begin to make him stir up some things in the beginning, hello, somebody, and get him excited, if I may say. So I've learned to try to keep it as cool, calm and collected as possible, but then draw the line without telling them the line is there. Um, if we're going to hang out, I want to make sure I'm not dressed um, extra extra sexy. We're going just to hang out. So I want to make sure that I'm not dressed as if I'm going on a date. When we go out somewhere to hang out or eat, I want to make sure that he understands. I don't expect for him to pay, because if he's paying, it can be deemed as a date. If I begin to expect certain things from him, so I learned that the hard way. Oh no, you're gonna pay the bill. You you know, I've, I've been there. I've done that. And then, last but not least, I've learned when I'm feeling some type of way and in my feelings, not to go and uh cry and lay on their shoulder like that you understand what i'm saying yes i do uh having a conversation over the phone that's one thing but it's something else that happens when emotions as a woman are involved and you go before them and of course if you cry crying, any man that has a heart they're gonna wanna you know be attentive and you know and so you're vulnerable right at that moment so then. Of course, he's going to try to, oh, embrace you. One thing can lead to another. So don't put yourself in a position where you're vulnerable in their presence because you leave them no other choice. Um, I've had, and I don't mind sharing this real quick before we end, I've had a friend for a very long time that uh, because I was just cooler than a fan, because I was always there, Fixing different things and working things out. I didn't see the signs of anything. I'm just fixing whatever needed to be fixed there when he needed a shoulder to lay on or what have you, coming through when he needed to come through. We hung out, we hung out. Uh, It didn't matter that he seen me talking to other guys or not. It was just the fact I was there for him. And so um, he wanted to have a conversation with me to let me know that he had fallen in love with me. Again, I didn't see any of the flags. And so Um, what I learned was I was powered at that moment. Um, and I began to do everything in my power to shake him, to avoid him. We hadn't did anything. We had kissed, we hadn't hugged. I just, I wasn't mature enough to know how to handle that situation, um, to talk to him. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't know what to do. I was scared. I was afraid. Um, I didn't know. I began to question, do I have feelings for him? You know? You know, what's going on? And I didn't have anybody to talk to. And I really lost a really, really good friend, a good friendship, all because I didn't communicate. So one thing I would advise anybody to do that's in any type of relationship, Jack and Jill or Jack and and Rick or, or Jill and Kim, you know, to always keep that open line of communication no matter what. If feelings are involved, speak on that so that you can tactfully get a response and tactfully talk to that person, still love them the way that you do because you can love a person um, without being intimate. You can love a person um, without licking and, 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 and feeling out them or what have you, but still keep that line of communication, be real and be honest. And, and don't, let me say this the right way. Don't allow them to do more in the relationship just because it's conveniencing you and something that you want or that you need or that you're not getting from someone else.
1: That's good, that's good. Just a few things that have boded well for me or what I have come to understand in my relationships with the opposite sex. The first thing is we think differently. Yeah. And so what that looks like for me is, I was raised by a single mother. And so not flirting, not trying to get her. I'm going to compliment and pay attention to you because you're a woman and you deserve that. Yes. Yes. Well, I had to come to understand that's not always a route that I can take with different women who are my friends because no matter how right I am conveying hey I'm enjoying the friendship and when I and when I take notice of the little things that you do and the little things that you say it's because I respect you I value you I'm listening to you I have no intention of taking advantage of you I have no intention of trying to woo you but by me doing those little things in Mm -hmm. some women's mind it's no matter what I say, I know you feeling me. No yes. man is going to pay attention to me like you pay attention to me unless you were feeling me. And so right. when I say we think differently, that means that I have to take notice that if me complimenting or paying attention to her like I do on normal is too much, I need to take some off. Right. And at first in my mind, I was just like, man, my mama, you know, when I'm young, she gonna say, do I look nice today? You know, or so-and-so. And and that's where that came from. It's just like, I'm paying attention. I know it's obvious. You wanna be told if it looks good or it doesn't look good. And I'm not saying I'm gonna insult you if, if, if it doesn't fit my taste. I'm like, if you like that, that looks nice, but it might not look as good on you as this. Right. And so I've learned that another thing that I've learned is communication. Communication. It's okay to talk about random subjects. Right. But when the subjects become too personal, too often. Right. that's That's not healthy. It's like when I just used to run the streets and I was doing the things that I was doing, I had a philosophy and I would tell my partners, they say, man, how do you, cause I was at college mm-hmm. and they were like, how do you keep doing well on these blind dates? Cause you know, in college people have different people come. They say, you always come through. I said, listen to this, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm gonna tell you this. Mm-hmm. Sit down with anybody, male or female and talk to them for two hours. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you at the end of the two hours they feel like they know you. Yeah. Cause you're not gonna be able to ramble or listen for two hours and just be distant, right? Straight two hours, and so what I would share with them, I said, just holding a conversation, mm-hmm. not trying to go anywhere. At the end of that conversation, they feel comfortable. Well, what right. I found now that I'm walking this walk out with respect towards women, sometimes mm-hmm. don't don't hold too long of a conversation, because no matter what my intentions are, mm-hmm. that. Comfortability mm-hmm. not only becomes established, but yeah. it becomes something that can turn into something else. Correct. That's not everybody, that, that's not right. everybody, but I'm just saying for some people, that's just what I found because right. there's a difference <clears throat> between communicating and cleaning. Correct. Communicating, you and me might, we might, we might talk for whatever. There is no time limit yes it's time to go it's time to go hey i gotta catch this but clinging yes absolutely this this conversation is not built for you to hang on to every word it's right exchange ideas uh encourage one another Mm -hmm. things that we know but it's not built for us to hang on each other's word and then the final thing Uh that i've learned just for the sake of this short discussion okay pay attention Mm-hmm. Pay attention to myself. Yes. Pay attention to her. Absolutely. Because I found out that the little things matter. Mm-hmm. Many can be innocent as all outdoors, been friends. Yeah. But it That's- just happens to be this day Yes. when you come into the room and I look and it's like mm. Mm. I wonder what Mm-hmm. Or the opposite, I come right. From
2: home.
1: I just happen to be wearing this. Yes, and I see it in your eyes. I mean, I've never seen it in your eyes before, but it's like you're like, wow, yeah. And when, and you alluded to it earlier, when we see the signs, yes, that friendship is going beyond, right? What we want, uh huh or we really don't know what we want, but we see it going somewhere, we need to communicate. Absolutely. We're going to leave that right there. But I appreciate you giving us your input, because Mr. Ronald, he's going to be the first male on the BPG radio station. But at the same time, I'm going to post this on our podcast, because he, he was screaming. He was like, man. We got it. We we got it. Here. I say, bro, just, just, just I, I I I got you, baby. I got you, and you came to my mind because yeah. you have male friends, and I do have That's female friends. Right. And once again, if you heard something to this morning that yes. intrigued you, caused you to think, and you like, why didn't they finish? It wasn't built to finish. It was just built to start a discussion. So you That's have a it. wonderful day. You do the same.